Hello and welcome to uh, the episode of uh, today's podcast. Let you into a little uh, technical secret here. Normally, uh, when we record the uh, the beginning of the episode, uh, our producer is faithfully sat there listening to every word we're saying. Now, today, it just so happens, Bush, uh, he's really, really busy and isn't listening to what we're recording right now. So there's every chance he might not even ever hear the beginning of this podcast. So and this is like a red rag to a bull for people with the personality and disposition of myself and Richie, because I feel like this is an opportunity in many ways, isn't it, Richie? It is, yes, for us to say something and to get him in trouble for him not taking it out of this episode. So, 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 what can we say? What can we say that get a dem right in it, right in a load of trouble? Hmm. Balls. Yeah, that's good enough. <laughs> it's the, it's the, it's the podcast. Show. Can I say I can hear you? I'm just around the other side of the desk, and you're both. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves, and here it is: the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, I tell you what, we are working from home, and anyone else agree with this? I reckon you notice stuff more when you're working from home, right? Maybe stuff kind of goes across your head a bit more, like in terms of goes around in your mind. So we're working from home again, and uh, suddenly, whether you like it or not, working from home, uh, you become acutely aware of other people's internet upload and download speeds. Do you know what I mean? Like normally, that wouldn't even be an issue or conversation at all, but for some reason, you become acutely aware of other people's internet capacity and speed, right? And we were talking about this earlier on. We don't really know what the, what's the name for it. When, when you're talking to someone about how good their speed is uh, on the internet, there's no kind of good universal uh, name. They call it like a mega something or something. Do you know what I mean, Richard? Do you know what I mean? Well, some people refer to it as megabytes. Some go, oh, I've got such and such meg and all that kind of stuff. But uh, and then sometimes I get confused with megabytes and gigabytes. I mean, I'm yeah. aware I'm sounding like a dinosaur right now. I don't really care. But it's not it's not the most user friendly measuring system, is it? No, this is the thing. There must be a more apt universal name for internet upload, download speed, whatever you want to call it. So if you're working from home right now, have a little look around. Maybe there's something in your field of vision which you think, oh, that'll be good. Uh, Like producer Nick earlier on when we were talking about what we're going to do on the show today, he suggested knots. You know, they're using speed of boats. That'd be pretty good, wouldn't it? How many knots have you got? Oh, I'm up to 10 knots. Absolutely going along a hell of a clip. And immediately, that sounds like something that is fast, doesn't it? Um, I, I, I'd chuck in something new. I'd go Wazzers. I've got 25 <laughs> Wazzers right now. Wazzers sounds like a top-shelf magazine. Does it? Oh, well, it's still more fun than uh, Gigabyte, isn't it? That's a good point. Gary says, what about potatoes? How many? You could just, you've got 15 <laughs> potatoes at the moment. It's nearly Christmas, isn't it? Uh, Andy in Banstead says, uh, grot velocity. Thank you for that, Andy. Uh, Ian says, I think the FIFA online gaming community refers to it as latency, but I think a more fun name would be your worldwide web warp speed, maybe. Good suggestion. These are good. These are good. Uh, Kim is suggesting bolts. Uh, going with a, a shortened version of lightning bolts. And, of course, Usain Bolt very fast. So that is uh, oh, that yeah. is a good one. We like that. Uh, Johnny, what do you reckon we should call it? Twinkly baubles. <laughs> Twinkly baubles. <laughs> Okay, so what? So if you've got a pretty good internet speed, you might have five twinkly baubles. But say if you, it was, you've got quite a bad lag on what you're doing, you've just got the one bauble. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> How do you feel your suggestion stacks up when we're measuring internet speed in summer? 
bit different. Um, somewhere you'd have to have to vary it. Maybe flowers or like maybe uh, <laughs> smiling little sun faces or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Or how many daffodils you got? Oh, right, cool. Well, listen, daffodils, brilliant. <laughs> it's good that you're willing to work <laughs> on the actual kind of uh, imagery with us. We really appreciate that. No, it's not a problem. <laughs> Now, I suggested uh, Wazzers to uh, replace uh, Megabytes <laughs> earlier on. Derek's got in touch uh, saying uh, the term to have a Waz is used for something uh, else. So how about the use of good old Zooms instead? That's a good idea. I love that. I'm still quite partial as well to producer Nick's idea about knots. I'll chuck another one in down the kind of military theme. Uh, what about clicks coming in at so many different yes. clicks? I don't know. What is that? What is, we know in, in movies and that, when do they use clicks? Is that is that like naval or in the air or missiles? Is it submarines? It might be submarines. I'm coming in at 15 clicks. That's a good one. Could be one. And then this one here from Andy in Bishop Stainton says, what about mega sprouts? Might be my, might be my favourite so far. Uh, uh, Bush, you were, you were after uh, what is clicks? Uh, we were trying to uh, come up with uh, a new measuring system for internet speed. Steve has tweeted and says clicks is US military slang for kilometres. But then goes on to say, oh. how about Burks for internet speed nobody ever uses the word nowadays and we should recycle it and the internet is full of burks do you know what my dad's called me a lot of that a lot of times when i was mucking around as a kid so yeah it's not bad i'm, I'm willing to go for that your your uh, input on this this evening has been fantastic absolute radio if you insist on listening to them in your own time then we can't really stop you okay let's get on with it then the home time podcast with bush and richie i want to say a, a huge thank you uh, to everyone who got involved last night in our hometown Christmas movie watch along, it was a hell of a thing. Uh, it was so nice for us all to be able to kind of uh, do something together, even though we are temporarily apart. So, 8 pm last night, we all watched a festive film together, pressing play at the same time. The movie was Die Hard, and it was amazing to see all the tweets and, do and little chats come in over Twitter. It was a heartwarming thing. It was fantastic, and uh, do you know what? 90% of people. Rough figure there. I felt like we we're enjoying it. But there were, and we have to acknowledge, there were some dissenting voices. And the real sadness for me, the real sadness for me was that one of those dissenting voices was just sat a couple of metres away from me and it was my wife. Now, obviously, <laughs> um, yeah, I know. When, when I had to say to her look you know a couple of days before Christmas um, we're going to do this uh, but it'll be fun it'll be a lovely Christmas movie it wasn't that much of a tough sell she was thinking okay well we'll, we'll, we'll still be sitting down watching a Christmas movie and all that kind of thing she'd never seen Die Hard so right. when it came on last night 35 minutes into the movie but she'd fallen asleep honestly had fallen asleep on the sofa next door to me and when she did then wake up when there was a big big explosion at the plaza um she then stayed awake for the rest of the movie and i promise you it was another hour and a half of this ain't very christmasy this ain't very festive you told me it's a christmas movie this is not a christmas movie i do not feel festive right now i do not feel festive right now <laughs> I'm sure she's over the moon with that impression this evening, so close to Christmas, Richie. I'm sure of that. The thing is, though, right? They're, they're, I, obviously, I mean, let's deal with the Die Hard thing to start with. I know there are people out there who don't think it's a Christmas film. It so definitely is. It's got that kind of wrapping up for Christmas, things closing down and all that kind of stuff, and families huddling up and everything and getting home for Christmas about it. Secondly, though, I suppose we have to acknowledge that 
people do kind of unfestive things at Christmas and that's fine as well. Do you know what I mean? I agree with you. On your first point, the whole movie finishes with let it snow, all right? It's yes, festive. Yes. And secondly, there are many households, many families, many groups of friends, mates uh, that have non-festive, festive traditions. So even if... Even if you want to say this isn't a festive movie, it can be a festive tradition. So let's explore this part of the show. If you have in your household, in your family, in your group of friends, you have a non-festive festive tradition, we'd like to hear about it. Matthew says Boxing Day dinner is always homemade deep fried chips. I've no idea why, Ooh. but it's always my favourite thing about Christmas. That sounds great. Do you know what I would say? The Boxing Day dinner is a more interesting one because people kind of do their own thing a bit more and go slightly off off track, which is quite cool. And speaking of Christmas Day, uh, my, my other half, Katie, her friends uh, do a thing every year. They do a Christmas Day curry. They don't worry about getting oh. a you know a turkey in and all that kind of thing. They've already booked their Christmas Day curry. So if you have a thing like this in your household, a non-festive, festive tradition, we want to hear about it. There's some great stuff coming in. These are, these are good suggestions if you wanted to mix it up a little bit over Christmas. Uh, this one says, hi guys, this is Roger. Uh, we're going to be having a barbecue this Christmas, each to their own. That's a great idea. And the Kelly family have been on and they say, Bush and Richie, we always play beer pong every Christmas day after dinner. Wow. <laughs> Love it. Michelle says, Christmas Eve, we're always going out for a Chinese buffet meal for years. Obviously can't do it this year as it's all closed. So it's going to be a Pizza Hut takeaway this year before I have to eat turkey for the next four days. Love your thinking, Michelle. <laughs> And Maruna says, every year my husband plays the Lord of the Rings trilogy extended edition. Last year, Ooh. he convinced our friends to join the tradition. This year, they've released a 4K version. So there's no escaping the marathon. If you have a non-festive, wow. festive tradition, tell us what it is. Ian and Mary Jane in uh, Northumberland say, evening boys, we have a tradition of fish and chips and champagne on the Ooh. 23rd which is of course today it's all that we had to eat and drink when we moved house 14 years ago today I love the fact you're still doing it uh, Chelsea in Camden we all run into the sea on Boxing Day it's kind of festive if you wear a costume uh, but not really uh, whole family does it every year kids and all since they were three Absolute nutcases. Adrian says, me and the wife have steak and chips for Christmas Day, along with mushrooms, peppers and onions. Beats turkey any day of the week. I wouldn't argue with that. And Zoe is tweeted to say, uh, we're having curry for tea tonight. It's a tradition on my husband's last work day before Christmas. She's also sent in a photo of Peshwari Naan. So uh, get yourself <laughs> over to my Peshwari Naan Facebook group and join the near 700 other like-minded adults. Right, let's get ready. Let's give away some cash. So the competition was open to listeners from across the Planet Rock, Kiss, Magic and Absolute Radio Networks. Who is going to be the winner? Is it going to be you? Let's make a call. Hello? Oh, hello there. Who's this? It's Bush and Ritchie here at Absolute Radio. Oh, uh, my name is uh, Lorraine, Lorraine Brown. Lorraine, lovely to speak to you. Yeah. How is your Wednesday going so far? Is it going okay? 
Yeah, it's going really good, thank you. <laughs> what do you do, Lorraine? What have you done today? Um, basically just tidying up. <laughs> just, you know, busy, getting ready for Christmas. Okay, and how's the build-up to Christmas been? Is everything going to plan so far or not? Um, not really. <laughs> it's just, it's just um, basically just catching up on, you know, that log of, tie, you know, tied up the home and make sure everything's ready. So who's in your household, Lorraine? Um, my son. My son's with me at the moment. My husband's at work. And how's 2020 yeah. been overall for you guys as a family? Um, not too bad. Um, you know, we've um, moved into a new area, just, you know, getting used to um, uh, the new area that we're in at the moment because we always lived in London. <laughs> but we've moved out of London now. Yeah. So whereabouts are you, Lorraine? Um, I'm in Cambridge. Yeah, we're in Cambridge now. So you're in the countryside now? Is it um, wax jackets and flat caps for you guys, having been city folk before? Yeah, it's, we're sort of, um, sort of like in the town. It's a, it's a very big town that we're in, so it's not we're not you know, totally you know in the in the countryside. It's, it's really nice actually. Well, I feel like Bush and I have got to know you well enough right now, Lorraine, to uh, mm-hmm. be in a position to give you some good news. And the good news is that Lorraine Brown, on Christmas Eve Eve, you've won one hundred thousand pounds. Are you serious? <laughs> oh my goodness. That is fantastic. <laughs> wow. <laughs> hey, Lorraine, look, it's a couple of days before a very strange Christmas. Um, yeah. It's on the spot, this question, but what are you going to do with £100,000? Well, um, we're, we're looking to, you know, you know purchase our, our own home. So, um, you know, that's, one of the main things that's what we'd love to do we've always had a dream to to do that wow. and uh and your your husband is at work at the moment how are you going to tell him that you've just won this huge life-changing amount of money <laughs> i think he probably think i'm messing him about because i joke around a lot <laughs> well with any luck he's got the radio on and he's going to hear it himself <laughs> okay i hope so well, listen, Lorraine, we are so chuffed for you. What an amazing uh, start, uh, not only at Christmas, but a brand new year. I think a, a new year that we're all looking forward to as well. So on behalf of everyone here at Absolute Radio, congratulations. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. It's a really special Christmas. Home time on a Wednesday night with Bush and Richie. Uh, during our watch-along last night, watching Die Hard, it came to light that one of our listeners, John, had never seen Die Hard in his life before. So we're asking you tonight, is there like a big movie that for some whatever reason you've never seen? There's quite a few holes in the home time listeners' knowledge. Andrea says, Titanic. I can't bear the thought of it, and we all know the outcome, right? Uh, Maxine, Rocky, I've never seen any of them. Yeah, I still used to shout Adrian when running up the steps outside our local bingo hall. And Ricky says, I've never watched Grease or Dirty Dancing, much to my wife's disgust. So many people missing out here. Darren says, I've still never seen The Empire Strikes Back, which is the best of the Star Wars movies as far as I'm concerned. Uh, John Reed's been on. He's never seen E.T. And Ian says, I saw The Big Lebowski for the first time last week. No idea why it's taken me so long to watch it. I like all the actors in it, and I like the Coen Brothers movies as well, and I really fancied a white Russian afterwards. (laughs) Uh, Matt Freeman tweets to say, with nail and eye. He then goes on and says, ducks to avoid the backlash. Well, Matt, I'm going to be ducking with you because I'll chip in on that one too. I've not seen with nail and I. There you go. You're not alone. Get in touch now. You can tweet us at Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio.
Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Hometime with Bush and Ritchie, Wednesday evening, Christmas Eve Eve and time for us to meet our 11th day of Christmas. Who's this? It's Tattoo Dave from Glasgow. <laughs> Tattoo Dave. Okay, well, there's um, there's an obvious first question, Dave. Do you have tattoos? I I have one or two tattoos. Yes, uh, that that's my job. So it's it's something of a, a prerequisite. The interesting thing with people who are tattoo artists, right? You know, like sometimes hairdressers, and I don't mean this in a bad way. Hairdressers' hair is always a bit. They muck around with their own hair quite a bit because they try and stuff out. Uh, tattoo? Do you practice on yourself before you go and tattoo someone else? Sometimes. That was the way I learned. The first, the first five or six tattoos I ever did were on myself. Fortunately, they're on my legs, so I can I can hide them. <laughs> uh, what is the strangest request for a tattoo that you have had? Uh, the, the strangest tattoo I've ever done it was actually a good friend of mine, um, and he asked he asked his five year old son to pick a tattoo. And it was a cowboy riding a strawberry. It's also the oh, coolest brilliant. tattoo I've ever done. Right. And do you ever get panicked? Like, um, you know, it's, it's quite nerve-wracking because what you're doing is, you know, is final on someone's body. It, it, do you ever get scared of it and get the shaky hands? Because you, you watch the Bake Off, sometimes people have shaky hands. Same with MasterChef. <laughs> do you get that? Not at all, not, not at all. I, I, I think to, to be a good tattoo artist, you have to have a... a a certain level of maybe arrogance or confidence that you're going to do a good job. So, yeah, we don't get nervous anymore. Certainly when you start tattooing, you're nervous all the time. But, you know, with with experience comes confidence and uh, that bit of cockiness as well. Need you to talk to the current Arsenal team. Uh, now, look, uh, will you be will you be uh, inking in history? I mean, you call yourself Tattoo Dave, but will you be inking in history uh, the moment that you became our 11th Dave of Christmas, Dave? I, I could find somewhere to put it. I'm sure a big number 11. That's fine. Don't tell us specifically what body part you go for because uh, it might no. be a bad critique on the show after 2020. Do you know what I mean? So <laughs> it's cool. Well, well, yeah, if I was doing a bit of Eurofin, I could only get a one on, I wouldn't be able to do the both. <laughs> right, so, uh, Dave, are you ready to sing it loud and proud right now on Home Absolutely. Time? Absolutely, absolutely, yes, let's do it. On the 11th day of Christmas, my true love gave to me Tattoo Dave from Glasgow Dave from Bedford Dave from Solihull Dave from Portsmouth Dave from Stubbury Dave from Addleston Dave from Rayleigh Dave from the Forest of Dean Dave from St Albans Dave from Tottenham And a day from Nottingham Yay! What a fantastic singing voice. All of our Daves so far have been amazing. That's our 11th Dave of Christmas, Tattoo Dave from Glasgow. And if you want to check out his handiwork, if you're in the Glasgow area, Archangel 1608 Tattoo Studio in Glasgow. And we'll meet our 12th and final Dave of Christmas. If you're up for this one tomorrow, uh, it's the final show of 2020 for Home Time and you get to sing it loud and proud. Get in touch with us now, 8, 12, 15. We'd love to have you as our 12th Dave. Absolute Radio. 
The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, every little helps. Absolute Radio, where real music matters. It's home time on a Wednesday night with Bush and Richie. And all this week, we've been giving you the chance to win a very fancy home cinema system and a year's Netflix subscription, thanks to the new film, The Midnight Skies. Out on Netflix right now, it's directed by and starring George Clooney. It's a story of the importance of human connection, which I think we can all get with at the moment, as a lone scientist attempts to contact a group of astronauts with a warning after a catastrophe on Earth. You lot have been entering online to answer a very simple question to win. And on the phone, we have Sandra. Sandra, how are you doing? Hi, I'm great, thank you. Good to hear, Sandra. What's been going on in your life today? Are you still doing a little bit of work from home or are you getting ready for this strange Christmas ahead? Yeah, defrosting and turkey at the minute. <laughs> Um, well, do you know what? I, I looked at some um, frozen t- frozen turkeys are all right, yeah. aren't they? Sometimes people turn their noses up at them a little bit, but they're pretty damn good. Yeah, they taste all right. <laughs> well, you, you've gone early on it. It needs to be ready for Christmas Day, that's for certain. <laughs> yeah, I'll be cooking it um, Christmas Eve. <laughs> good, good little tip. It's Nigella on the phone here. Right, uh, look, question for you, Sandra, that we asked you, uh, where is George Clooney's character located in the film The Midnight Sky. What is the answer, Sandra? Arctic. It is the Arctic. Congratulations. Life just gets more dramatic for you than defrosting a turkey. You have just won a home cinema system and a year's Netflix subscription, all thanks to The Midnight Sky, which is streaming right now. (laughs) That's awesome. Well, listen, congratulations. We'll let you go because you've got 10 minutes on remaining on that defrosting of the turkey. We don't want to get in the way of that. <laughs> Thank you. Right, enjoy it, Sandra. Uh, I think that is the perfect prize for the perfect time right now. Plenty to watch at home. It's Bush and Richie. This is Home Time. OK, so uh, there's the show in the bag, the penultimate show, Home Time of 2020. Uh, we just want to uh, clarify it, of course, at the beginning. The only reason that we said that word was just to throw producer Adem under the bus. Uh, no offence was intended, and we hope you took it in the spirit in which it was intended. Balls. Oh, he's done it again. <laughs>